This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, Veterans Affairs has its plan for distributing the first batch of the coronavirus vaccine. A new IG report disagrees with the way VA leaders handled a sexual assault claim. And we get our first reactions from veterans groups on President-elect Biden's choice for a new VA secretary. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Veterans Affairs Department is out with a preliminary COVID-19 vaccine distribution plan. It lists the 37 VA medical centers that are equipped today to administer the Pfizer vaccine once it's approved. VA says its frontline healthcare workers are first in line for the initial doses of the vaccine. Veterans in VA's long-term care facilities are first in line as well. The department says it will publicly report how many people are vaccinated at each site, similar to the way VA is reporting active COVID-19 cases. An inspector general report says the Veterans Affairs Secretary tried to discredit a congressional aide who reported sexual assault at the D.C. Medical Center. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The IG didn't make any formal recommendations and couldn't prove VA Secretary Robert Wilkie investigated the congressional aide. But Wilkie and members of his senior leadership team did try to spread negative information about her. Wilkie didn't fully cooperate with the IG investigation and says the allegations are false. The top Democrat on the House VA committee is calling on Wilkie to resign. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Veteran service organizations and others have mixed reactions to President-elect Biden's pick to lead the Department of Veterans Affairs when he takes over. Dennis McDonough is a former chief of staff for President Obama, who would be only the second non-veteran to lead VA if confirmed. AMVET says it's surprised by the pick and was expecting a woman or a post-9-11 veteran. The Disabled American Veterans Organization says it's interested in hearing more about McDonough's vision for the department. The Biden transition team says McDonough is a crisis-tested leader. The incoming Biden administration needs a chief customer experience officer to improve agency services to the public. That's according to a new report from the market research company Forrester. Its annual customer experience indexes show higher satisfaction with federal services in recent years, but they still rank behind most of the private sector industries. The report says a chief customer experience officer should bring in staff with expertise in metrics, design, and other skills key to customer experience. The Postal Service is not getting all the data it needs to target opioids in the mail. Here's Federal News Network's Troy Heckman. USPS tells members of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee it only has advanced electronic data for two-thirds of international packages and won't get to 100% by its January 1st deadline. This data is required under the Synthetics Trafficking and Overdose Prevention, or STOP Act, and is meant to prevent the shipment of illegal opioids in the mail. The law allows Customs and Border Protection to seize or destroy packages without this data. CBP was supposed to issue a regulation clarifying how it would deal with these packages, but the agency missed deadlines and the regulation is still pending. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. New decisions by the FCC to further secure the supply chain from the Chinese. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. Chinese telecommunications from Huawei loses its bid for reconsideration yesterday after the government labeled it a national security threat. The Federal Communications Commission's Public Safety and Homeland Security Bureau formally designated Huawei as a risk in June. The commission also adopted rules to implement the Secure and Trusted Communications Act of 2019. 
Under the law, the FCC will publish a list of communications equipment and services determined to be a risk to national security. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A faster path is on the way to get federally funded breakthrough technologies to support Homeland Security missions into the commercial sector. The Homeland Security Science and Technology Directorate in January will launch a startup studio to accelerate this move. Initially, ST will focus on technologies it funded, but plans to expand to include technologies from other agencies and laboratories. The startup studio will form teams of entrepreneurs and match them with innovative and groundbreaking technologies to assess their commercialization potential. It's 10 months late, but the Navy now has a detailed plan for how it plans to grow its force over the next 30 years. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports. The shipbuilding plan was delayed mostly by what defense officials say was a need for more study. It now has the backing of the Pentagon, which has set aside $45 billion over the next five years to kickstart new ship construction. By the early 2030s, the plan would deliver a fleet of 355 ships, up from the battle force of 296 the Navy has now. The fleet would eventually grow to 546 ships in the 2040s, but only about 400 of those would have crews on board. The rest would be remotely piloted or completely autonomous. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. And it may also be late in the game, but the Trump administration issues a new policy for the U.S.'s activities in space. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. The wide-ranging policy promotes private industry as the source of new space goods and services. It calls for rehearsal of space continuity of operations practices while charging the Defense Department with protecting U.S. space interests. And it reiterates the goals of establishing a permanent station on the moon and getting people to Mars. The policy also calls on federal agencies to help strengthen the space workforce with educational and career path opportunities. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.